Namaste friends, this is Aparna from Shubh Connections and in this episode I bring to you a very very deep knowledge about yoga. Yes, it's yoga in action, karma yoga. So when we talk about karma yoga, we talk about Gita because Gita is that type of scripture that contains all the knowledge that comes from Vedas and Upanishads. And there has been a very famous slok um, that describes how great is Gita. It says, Sarvo Panishudo Gavo Dugtha Gopalanandana Partho Vatsa Sudhir Bhokta Dugtham Gitam Ratam Mahat. Meaning, if all the Upanishads are like cows and the work for milking those cows is done by Krishna and Krishna has um, done this work of taking out all the milk from the cows and Arjuna Arjuna has done the work of a little calf who is um, just looking to drink all this knowledge uh, knowledge form of milk so he's ready to drink all that uh, milk which contains wisdom and knowledge so all the Upanishads uh, everything that is taught in Upanishad is contained in Gita so it is, is still applicable today even though it was um, the knowledge that was given to Arjuna thousands of years ago but till today this knowledge is very valid so those of you who don't know much about the context in which Gita uh, knowledge was imparted to Arjuna I'm going to just create a little scene to tell you what happened in the battleground because Gita was the knowledge that was given to Arjuna in a battlefield where there were two big armies one side Pandavas that depicts the good people and on the other side was Kauravas the bad guys they were on the other side so Arjuna when he enters in the battlefield he was fine and he is known to be a biggest warrior the most great warrior of his time Arjuna he enters in the battlefield without any worry without any concern but then reaching in the battlefield when he starts looking at the people who are standing on the other side he starts to feel really fearful because people that he sees on the other side they seem like his own loved ones and he is afraid that he can't fight with these people because they are his loved ones so he says to Krishna my thinking fails I don't want victory I don't want kingdom sovereignty will bring me no pleasure I can see my grandfather teachers uncles 
and friends they are here with the intention of killing me but i can't kill them even if i'm offered the kingdom of the three worlds dhritarashtra's sons are my cousins how can i kill them so he's talking about people who are standing on the other side and he's telling krishna that he's not able to um, fight with his loved ones even though they are doing all the bad things and then he is trying to explain himself and saying that how can i do this fratricide how can this bring me happiness and he is also trying to justify that even though they are blinded by greed my uncle and all his sons and my all relatives they cannot see evil in fratricide but you and i can how can i commit this sin we must do all we can to prevent it and there is a very beautiful shloka in gita 27th shloka that describes how arjuna is feeling it says tan samikshya konteya सर्वान बंधून वस्थितान कृपया पर्याविष्टो विशीदन्नी दम्ब्रवीत दृष्टेमं स्वजनं कृष्ण युयुत्सं समुपस्थितं सीदन्तिमं गात्राणी मुखं च परिशुष्यति वेपथुश्च शरीरे मे रोमहर्ष जायते बाय सीइंग ऑल माय लव्ड वन्स स्टैंडिंग ऑन द अदर साइड i am feeling really sad and my my heart is sinking with fear is he's over taken by darkness on his heart and arjuna shoulder stooped the grip on his archers and bow which is called gandiva loosened and he trembles with nervousness and his mouth goes dry when he see his beloved guru and other family members arjuna bemoaned so he is saying that how can i kill all these people who are my teachers uncles friends my brothers my cousin brothers further on arjuna expresses and says when a race dies anarchy and evil prevails because the custom and code culture and tradition die with it and nothing remains to guide the people i cannot bear the responsibility of committing this sin i would prefer duryodhana his evil uncle killing me rather than i committing the sin of fratricide and genocide so arjuna felt listless and aggrieved he dropped his bow and archer and crouched in his chariot his eyes were wet and his head rested on his knees now arjuna represents a person with great strength and mighty 
ability and with a very intelligent mind but how human emotions can take over your intelligence and your strength and you feel so weak and tremble with fear that's what arjuna represents here arjuna represents all of us who are taken over by emotions at different stages in life when we feel that we cannot do the righteous thing because our emotions take over our mind and here krishna is playing the role of a guru or a teacher who is telling that the right thing must be done and he explains in a most beautiful way in different shlokas in gitas and he works as a teacher who inspires motivates and remind his disciple that what's the right thing to do so even if you don't have a guru it doesn't matter because krishna is called jagat guru jagat guru means the guru of the world so gita still guides many people in their life if you are facing any problems you just go and search and you will find an answer in gita so krishna tries to inspire and he says to arjuna what you are saying and doing doesn't go with your kshatriya creed so what is kshatriya creed kshatriya creed is warriors clan so he's saying that you belong to a warrior clan and it doesn't suit you what you are saying and he's trying to motivate him for this battle which is the battle of the righteousness dharma dharma yuddha yuddha means battle dharma means righteousness and he is trying to motivate arjuna in second chapter of gita with this shloka kutastva kashmalam idam vishame samupasthitam anaryu jasta masvargya kirtik ramarjuna klevyam masmagama parth natavya yupapadyate chudram hrday dorbalyam O Arjun, to see you in this moh, moh means attachment, to see you completely engrossed in this attachment, it doesn't suit you because this is not the behavior of people who are great. Neither they get heaven nor they claim name. O Arjuna, don't act like a coward. This does not suit you. Drop this feebleness of heart. Get up. Stand up for this battle. And deliberately, 
Krishna is using all these words so that Arjuna can get over these emotions where he has almost forgotten how great he is. So he's kind of challenging him and he's saying deliberately those words so that Arjuna gets to remember his power and his abilities. But then Arjuna replies, Tell me Krishna, how can I face my grandfather and my gurus with weapons in my hand? These hands are there to worship my gurus. I would rather live on alms. I would rather go and beg and live my life like just going around and asking people something and I will live my life on that rather killing them. I neither want kingdom nor heaven. I cannot slain my, I cannot stain my hands with the blood of my near and dear ones. I can't decide anything Krishna. I don't know anything Krishna. I don't know what difference does it make whether they are or we are victorious. I don't know what my duty is. This sentence is very important when Arjuna says, I don't know what my duty is. And that's where Krishna's role is to explain and clarify to Arjuna what his duty is, what the right action is at this time. So before this, Arjuna tries to say many reasons for not fighting this battle, for not entering in this war. And he tries to justify all his actions. But eventually he surrenders. Eventually he says that because Arjuna was actually relative of Krishna. So he saw Krishna as a, a cousin brother, as a friend. But they didn't have this relationship of um, guru and disciple. But at this stage, standing in the middle of the battlefield, when Arjuna is completely taken over by his emotions, he surrenders and he says, I don't know what my duty is. I'm your disciple. Teach me, Krishna. Tell me what to do. Tell me what I can do to alleviate my misery. I will not fight Krishna. Arjuna spoke his heart out and fell silent. And that's where the surrender comes. When we completely accept our Guru to guide us and to show us the right path, then we get to know what is the right action and where should we go next and how to overcome this this mind that is taken over by emotions. And Arjuna says this in Ishloka, Yakshreyam syanishchitam bruhitanme shishyasteham Shadimam Twam Prapannam He O Krishna say to me whatever you think 
is the right thing because I am your disciple. I am going to receive all the knowledge that you are giving me. It is very important that when we are um, studying Gita that we see the hidden meaning rather than just taking them word by word because in each shloka there is so much wisdom and knowledge that is contained. So now Krishna says once Arjuna surrenders to him as a, a disciple, as his student. So Krishna says, what are you worried about Arjuna? Your worries are futile. The wise ones do not grieve. Those who grieve neither for the living nor the dead are truly wise. The kings you see over there have always been there. It's not that they were not there before or will never be there again. Everything changes. Nothing remains the same. So see how Buddha said the same thing. Although Buddha ha Buddha's time was much after Krishna. But he said everything changes. Everything is impermanent. Same thing Krishna says. That nothing remains the same. Even we undergo changes passing through childhood, adolescence, youth and old age. All things have a beginning and an end. So does this human body. And Krishna says, a truly emancipated man remains untouched by them. Soul remains permanent. Here the knowledge of soul is the beginning point for Arjuna as a student understanding what does it mean to act when you forget about this body and you do the right action because you know that you are a soul and rest everybody is also a soul. It pervades the universe and soul is eternal. It can never be destroyed. Only body, the embodiment of soul is finite and destructible. And how beautifully it is said in a shloka, Ashochyanam sochastvam Pandita. O dear Arjuna, you are grieving for those humans who are not worth grieving for and you talk like a Pandit. But the wise ones, the Pandits do not grieve for those who have left these bodies and also do not grieve for those who are still alive. And here he's trying to motivate Arjuna and also explaining in this shloka what is a soul. Ya enam vetihantaram, yaschainam manyate hatam, ubhoto navijanito. Nayam hanti nahanyate, najayate, mriyate va kadachi, trayam bhutva bhavita vanabhuya, ajonitya shashvatoyam, purano nahanyate hanyamane sharire. So Krishna says to Arjuna, those who consider this soul, that it can be slain, it can be killed, 
or those who think that it is killed they don't know because this soul can neither be killed nor can it kill anyone this soul is beyond birth and death it does not take birth and it never dies and it is eternal it's only this body that can be killed that can be destroyed so he says to arjuna partha he also called arjuna partha get up now and hold your gandiva so he's asking him to get up and lift his gandiva the bow and the arrow so very very important message i'm going to repeat this message because it's the soul message about the soul understanding not only knowing that your yes, soul is eternal not staying with the words but understanding that you can live your life in soul consciousness soul can neither slay nor be slain soul does not perish with the body those who think that it can be destroyed are unwise the man who knows this knows can neither be killed nor be killed there be nothing called death he simply cast away this worn out garment to don a new one the soul discards bodies but is itself indestructible weapons can't slash it fire can't burn it water can't drench it nor can wind touch it recognize the soul for what it really is and do not mourn these people who are here ready to die and this shloka in um, from geeta in india usually said when somebody is about to die you're supposed to sit near them and recite these shlokas in their ear so that they leave this attachment to human body and also if someone has passed away then these shlokas are said so this shloka from bhagavad gita is very famous vasansi jinani yatha vihaya navani grahnati naruparani tatha shariraani vihaya jina nanyani sanyati navani dehi nainam chindanti shastrani nainam dahati pavaka na chainam kledayantyapo na shushayati maruta like old clothes human change their clothes in the same way soul changes bodies and it gets new body this soul cannot be cut with any sharp weapon nor can it be burnt in the fire nor can it be 
soaked in the water nor can it be dried in the air and he continues to explain that those who are born must die one day as those who die must take a rebirth this is a plain truth the natural order there is nothing extraordinary about it many know this truth but don't understand it so they grieve do your duty o arjuna as you are a warrior he's telling arjuna that it doesn't suit you to be saying that you do not want to play your role in this battlefield instead you will go and beg it doesn't suit you because that's not who you are you're born for this that is your duty so karma yoga here what krishna is teaching arjuna is karma yoga so everybody's karma yoga is different your karma yoga and my karma yoga could be completely different we cannot say that if other person is doing charity work that's their karma yoga but you may be born to do something else you may be born to awaken people you may be born to through your activist role or through your um music through your yoga through your work even the simple your duty your profession can be anything so recognize what your karma yoga is so here arjuna is told by krishna that do your duty as commanded by your kshatriya code as a warrior for a warrior nothing is better than a battle fought with complete dedication do your duty without vacillating you will be wanting in the performance of your duty if you refuse to fight people will talk of your cowardice which will bring you bad name which is worse than death and then he is tell- telling and showing both sides to arjuna if you are slain you will attain heaven because you die in doing your duty but if you become victorious in this war then you will gain kingdom of this earth you have nothing to lose so pick up your gandiva and fight partha arjuna so with this message i am taking your leave and i will continue to give you more insight in gita because this is my favorite for finding solution to today's life problems and it's very much applicable with what world is going through at the moment all the challenges all the things that seem not in our control we just need to see what our karma yoga is where we stand in this battlefield thank you for listening namaste